I would like you to address him as handsome man. Handsome that's what his credit is. Is that really what it is? Nerd on. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve. We're all levels of nerd. Are welcome. Yeah, you are. Life is good, but it can be better. All you have to do is want it and wish for more. <laughs> However, nothing good is born from lies, and greatness is not what you think. And sometimes you can't see what you're learning until you come out the other side. Today, we dive deep in a timely fashion, because everyone's already done it, of the cardinal principles <laughs> of the DC Amazon herself. We getting on that hype train. <laughs> yes, we yeah. are, you know. You gotta Just do at it the next station. It's a new year. Um, <laughs> yes, we're talking about the film, the sequel to uh, the 2017 Wonder Woman, uh, 2016, I don't know, the 20s, the 20 aughts, the 20-teens, uh, with the DC sequel uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but also, anyway, um, so let's get uh, right to it. Uh, let's introduce the host. My name is Tom. I'm Caitlin. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks like you get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get... Lots of behind-the-scenes stuff that we like to send you guys, uh, like in pictures and videos and stuff like that. But you also... All that stuff. All that stuff. But you also get access to secret channels on our Discord server that are just for you, Nerd On Nation members, where you can talk to other members. And you get what we call the Nerd On Nudge on our other weekly show, the Nerd On Update, in which we will answer your questions first. Uh, but do check that out, Nerd nerdon.tv backslash patreon and check out that discord nerdon.tv backslash discord do consider joining that patreon because it does allow us to keep growing and be the best that we can be and create quality content for you and also a huge shout out to our partners apogee and odyssey apogee have equipped mm -hmm. us with these hype mics uh, the ultimate podcasting microphone. Uh, it's a oh, wonderful da, da, microphone. Da, da, da. Sorry, no. <laughs> it is a wonderful microphone that is incredibly versatile. Uh, you can use it with Mac, PC, even mobile. Uh, it's pretty cool. So do check it out if you're even thinking about podcasting or creating some sort of video or audio content. Check it out. It's a uh, high quality. And also check out Odyssey. Uh, their headphones are quite comfortable and quite high quality, and uh, more to come with our partnership with them in the mm -hmm. uh, future. Um, really a wonderful company. The um, future of rock and roll. Kind of a small mom and pop uh, company, but they they create some incredibly uh, high quality products that are known Is throughout good. the audio industry. So uh, do yeah. check them out, Odyssey, and that. That, my friends, is the housekeeping. Woo. Let's do this. We did it. We, we made it. We did the we're thing. We're here. 
Looks like we made it. Made it. Look how far <laughs> we've we come, come, my baby. Um, everyone, That's kind of a song. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it, it's a it's a new year, y'all. Um, and uh, I'm still I, waking up from 2020. <laughs> still waking up, but also, yo, we we took a little bit of a break, you know. Um, you know, going a little behind the scenes, and I'm like, what do we do next? Okay, yeah. So, well, we do our first two segments of the show, baby. If you're not <laughs> what familiar, happened? I blocked out. Um, well, first thing we're going to do, um, we're going to go into our first segment, which uh, correlates to the end of the show, because at the end, we are going to rate this one film from one out of five. And uh, that leads us to <gasps> Guess, Guess That, that Grub. Well, that's our uh, theme song for uh, Guess That Grump. Tom, could you that is the how, only song uh, we've ever had, guys. And it's we, the only we, one. It took us a hundred episodes to finally get to this one episode so we could finally get the lyrics right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. lyrics are pretty much perfect now. Um, I think you, we did as it. As you heard. Kristen Wiig becomes right. a big cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no butthole like cats. Um, so... Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so this can, is where we uh, go around the screen, Tom. Yeah, we're gonna go around the screens, <laughs> and we're gonna guess who's going to have the lowest score. No matter how high the number is, uh, the lowest one will be the grunt for the week. Uh, and since I always explain and never get it wrong and never improvise it, then I'm going to have Corey guess. For, oh, he can't guess first. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, I'm I'll scared. Guess first. I'll guess first. I'll <laughs> Tom guess. Tom looks so defeated right now. He's like, oh, uh, I can't uh, do that. Because there's a thing. Corey, Corey takes notes. Our, yeah, and I got a thing. Corey I takes the pitch. notes, so he can't go. There's first. a thing for I'm gonna our pitch listeners to yeah. get involved with. So I'm going to I guess. I tell you at the end. Yeah, so, uh, Corey. Corey will be the. You're gonna guess with. me. I'm gonna guess you. Wow. Okay. Okay, cool, sweet. Who's next? I kind of almost wanted to go Caitlin, but I don't know. There, there was. A, I get it. It's no matter how high, it's going to be a grump. I get uh, it. Um, I think it's going to be Corey as well. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> you sound so like mock, mock shocked. You're Josh, like, whoa, you that's such a crazy choice. Why would you ever No, do I was it? also downloading the... <laughs> I know, I know. Um, um, also, Corey. Yeah. Dang! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's funny. I want okay. him to have the highest score now. <laughs> I do too. Kind of. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Who's your um, saying that a lot? <sighs> he looks really troubled. <laughs> He does. Guys, you guys, you all and remember the SATs? Fun. And we all knew we weren't going to get that answer. That's where he's at right I th- now. I think it's going to be... Uh, May. T- Tom. <gasps> it's going to be May in like four months. That's all. Um, okay. But let me tell you people at home about something. If you're part of the Nerd <gasps> on Nation, y'all already know. Um, you can take part in our episodes. You can participate. Uh, you could be uh, our guest that... Gator, grass-fed, grumper, Gatorade, gluten-free, uh, great warrior. Yeah. Wish granter. Yeah, there you go. Grant wishing. <laughs> Wish granting. Grumper. Uh, grumper. Yeah. Uh, and what we mean by that is you can also guess who the grump will be on the episodes. Uh, by joining the Nerd on Nation, you can take plates in the polls. 
Uh, and you get a shout out on the episode if you get it right. And the Nerd on Nation has spoken, and they think it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that might be the most votes for a grump we've had oh, in a long time. Man. So that you means won, Josh, so you won the popular vote then. <laughs> I won the popular vote. So it's going to go Caitlin and Josh uh, with no votes, and then Tom with one vote, and then Corey with four votes. Okay. Um, so, before we get into I the episode, I, I do want to yeah. point out that way back, way, way back, it feels like forever, back in June, we did the <laughs> episode on the um, first film mm. because we were going to do this episode and then things happened. Yeah, <laughs> things did occur. Instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's in the past. We don't bring that energy here. Oh, okay, okay, energy okay, here. Cool, 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 cool. Right, 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 right. Um, unless we're trying to wish it. That back is in the year that shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let, let, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first with my initial reaction because I kind of want to yeah, give yeah. reason why I voted for Court. So okay. um, it's it's been. I'm ready to sip this tea. Yeah. Right. So so the film has been out for a bit. I'm curious. Um, well. And and I, I watched it on you know the day Christmas Day of and uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I hands down I was just like this was an enjoyable film. It answered all the things that I wanted of like what does she want? What does she need? What is the film asking? You know, like these certain things. Um, but there was a lot of the film that I was watching. I was like, oh, people aren't going to like that. Oh, people aren't going to like that. And mm. um, I didn't realize that I had mirrored all of what Kevin Smith had said about his co-host, Mark Bernard. And he's like, oh, I love this. Oh, he's not going to like that. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I was like, next is someone who critically or constructively will look at a, at a film as, as uh, I guess, harshly as I will, will probably be Corey. So I was just like, there might be some of those things. There might be, but I was like, there's a lot of things that he would like though. So I was just like, mm. but so that's why I picked that. But anyways, my initial yeah, reaction overall, you know, um, I'll tell you one, right. I'll tell you one thing right now. I enjoyed it. Hand to God. And I've watched it now three times and I actually enjoyed it more and more afterwards. And it was really interesting because the certain parts hit just kind of hit in a really good way. Where I'm like, Oh wow. Like, in a like it's like there's a lot of movie and then they still hit these emotional notes in a in a very very powerful way and also the first time i watched it i when i enjoyed it i was like getting over a hangover and so i think that's yeah. like the true litmus test of like you should be sick or hungover or it's just and a if bad you still mood. enjoy it and if you still like it then it's like then you know you like it you know like and uh it doesn't have <laughs> you heard it here with- folks <laughs> <laughs> yes and no because when i'm sick i'm also able to watch seven hours of price is right so i don't know if my well it's kind of like here's this like <laughs> spectrum of like you know sometimes you'd be in a really good mood to watch something really dour you know yeah. but um but uh no, I, and I spent a lot of this break watching a crap ton of things, and then I came back and I watched, you know, Wonder Woman 1984 last night, and I still really enjoyed it. Um, and again, it's not to say that it does not have its flaws, and we'll talk about that later, but I I, I enjoy. Who's you next? like the movie? No, I enjoy. I okay. enjoy. Okay. I enjoy. Two, two. <laughs> Caitlin, two you go next. I'll go oh. last. Yes. I won't okay. be on this. <laughs> Corey was like about to up. No, I think um, I'll go last because I have four votes. Okay. Um, I struggled 
I struggled with it. Yeah, I struggled with it because I'm very gullible. I don't know if y'all know this. Super gullible. What? Things no shock me. Like the first movie, I had no idea what was going to happen. It was like, whoa, I can't. That was hit. It did, wow. And then in this movie, I was like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like, I even said dialogue before it happened. And I was oh, like, yeah. no. I, I have I have an exact moment where that happened too. So Yeah, me too. With with yeah. Well, and uh, in, in yeah, yeah, we're not we're not in spoiler territory yet. But um but yeah, it, it just felt like I already knew the movie I was watching from the first scene, which was really cool. Like they had so many cool things in this movie. Um, but there I there were so many things that like kind of sucked the moment out for me um that it that it made me have a hard time with it a little bit still cool i was gonna say did you like it (laughs) i mean like just enjoy the watching experience (laughs) i I can already feel my vengeance coming to completion yeah you can can probably feel it coming to completion the reckoning is happening i really i really struggled with this movie i I want to like it very desperately, but I don't think that I do. Okay. Joshua? There you have it. Um, Josh? Initial reactions. Uh, At first, my first watch, I watched it on Christmas Day. I kind of walked away going, okay. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Lots of things that I really, 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 really liked. There were, like, uh, walking away from it, it was like, wow, this is... This is a popcorn flick. To me, that was just like popcorn flick. This is cheesy AF. The Yeah, swing in on that rope. That's cool. Uh, so I walked away with it a little disappointed the first time. Uh, I took a break, um, and I refused to read anything that was going on on the internet. Because I, I started to, and I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. Never mind. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. So I stopped, and then I took a break from it. Shout for, out to fandoms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I took a break from it. And then I watched it again. Different experience. I walked away enjoying it more. Um, looking at things differently and going, oh, that doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that doesn't bother me. Cool. That doesn't bother me. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, it's like, I enjoyed it. I'll say that. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy. <laughs> um, All right, let's if go, If we Corey. remember our June... June or July episode. Was it June? It July? Was, uh, June, uh, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Whenever we did the first Wonder Woman, I give it a 4.9. I loved that first movie. And walking away from this one, I loved it. Uh, I grew up on oh. the Dick Donner, like <gasps> super cheesy Supermans were some of my dad's favorites. So we watched those a lot. Uh, I also had in our household, the um, Lois and Clark TV show was on. A lot. Um, And so this like struck a chord with me of like, let's go back to this age of heroes being kind of uh, shiny and golden and and let's have the values be of that time of the the 80s movies and stuff like that. And um, it was really refreshing. And without saying anything spoilery, it, it was like, I love a gritty, realistic movie as much as anyone, but goddamn was it fun. This was like such a like weight off my shoulders watching it the whole time, and I loved it. It was like a breath um, of fresh air that we needed of like 
yeah. all the stuff it's, going on, and then you watch this, and you're like, oh. And so that was actually the thing. Actually, now that you reminded me of it, because it was Corey, you said it. You were like, you're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, and you talked mm-hmm. about like how like you know it's not like a hard hitting movie, but man, yeah. was it like a good palate cleanser after watching Infinity War. Yes. And for me, Wonder Woman was like such a good like, wow, like kind of needed to feel this way. I mean, way just kind of like the first one was a very nice palate cleanser after like BVS and stuff. Like not, nothing against the director's cut of that film. It's dark ingredients, wonderful, but it was a nice like... But it ends on a oh. sad note. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, I enjoyed the color in it a lot. And um, I yeah, we'll go we'll go into more specifics, but I really just had a lot of fun and I th- I have a lot to say... I actually have a lot of positive things to say about the main villain in this film mm-hmm. uh, and why I liked it very mm-hmm. much. So, there. Because villains could be good, but they can be better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so now we'll move on to uh, the next two parts of our show, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then our production. Um, and uh, that brief synopsis is going to be given to us by Josh. All right, here we go. Brief synopsis. Hmm? Yes, Posh. <laughs> Spice. Gosh. Uh, Diana Prince lives quietly among mortals in the vibrant, sleek 1980s, an era of excess driven by the pursuit of having it all. Though she's come into her full powers, she maintains a low profile by curating ancient artifacts and only performing heroic acts incognito. But soon, Diana will have to muster all of her strength, wisdom, and courage as she finds herself squaring off against Maxwell Lord and the cheetah, a villainess who possesses superhuman strength and agility. And scene. Well done. <laughs> that was like 20 minutes. That was, but, yeah, was too know, long. We'll make uh, up the you, time you shorten it a little bit, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Google! And then our, our uh, production. Our yes. production. So this was distributed by Warner Brothers, who have done movies like a Deep, a, a deep Blue Sea, A Cinderella Story, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, uh, the director yes. is <laughs> yes, uh, Patty Jenkins, uh, oh. who worked on Monster 5, upcoming Cleopatra. Uh, the producers are Charles Roven, who did the Uncharted film The Dark Knight, Man of Steel, uh, Deborah Snyder and Zack Snyder from Watchmen, Sucker Punch, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, Gal Gadot, uh, who did Hashtag Impact, Cleopatra. Uh, Irina Sendler and Stephen Jones, Son of the Mask, uh, Superman Returns, and Peter Pan. The screenplay is by Patty Jenkins, also known for Betrayal, Exposed, I Am the Night. David Callahan uh, from Doom, Zombieland, Double Tap, shout out. Uh, Upcoming Shanghai, I'm going to say it wrong, Shang-Chi, and uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, uh, Jeff Johns from Young Justice, oh, Writers. Well, these are Jeff, all writers. Oh, screenplay. Sorry, screenplay and story. Jeff Johns, uh, Jeff Johns, uh, who's known for Young Justice, Green Lantern animated series, and Arrow. And then the story is from Patty Jenkins, who did Just Drive, Velocity Rules, Monster, and Jeff Johns. Um, the cast: Gal Gadot, Fast and Furious, Keeping Up with the Joneses, Triple Nine, Chris Pine from I Am the Night, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, A Wrinkle in Time, Kristen Wiig from Bridesmaids, Mother! Exclamation point. Ghostbusters. Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian, The Equalizer 2, The Great Wall, Robin Wright, Unbreakable, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Blade Runner 2049, and Connie Nielsen from Inheritance, The Hunted, and Gladiator. 
the release date. Uh, in the UK, it came out on December 16th of 2020. And for the US, it came out December 25th, Christmas Day in 2020. For the world. Yeah. For the, for the whole world. The world. Um, Sorry, hold on. Oh. So they're, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the runtime is 100. I'm giving Tom time to change whatever he's about to change. Yep. The runtime is 151 minutes. And the budget was two hundred million, and thus far it has made three eight point five million. Oh, one hundred and eighteen point four million. <laughs> How much did it make? Uh, Sorry. Uh, so it made one hundred and eighteen point four million, and it there took two hundred million to uh, create. The Rotten Tomato score is currently at sixty percent critics with three hundred and fifty four users, and an audience score of seventy five percent from two thousand three hundred nineteen users. Oh, actually, that's better that gives than you I... any idea of. What it's I thought that and was that changes that changes a lot. Well, so. yeah, it changes a lot because in December twenty fourth, <laughs> it was eighty five percent for critics, users, and zero for audience. And then, oh, wow. bang! That first the, those first few reviews, it was just set the tone for how people are gonna expect the movie. And it's just like I don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't appreciate. it. I understand what critics do, and I I get it, but I just don't like how you know. People tend to just kind of users were like Josh, brutal. you know, like I need to it. not look at the thing and watch the thing first and then you know come back. But anyways, so now we that are. we're all out of that stuff, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go into our main meat and potatoes of the show. Favorite parts, favorite parts, favorite characters, qualms, and finally we're gonna rate it. Josh, Josh wants to what? go first. I'll go first for okay. um, favorite parts. Okay. I know that it's at the end of the movie, but it just made me. It hit me so so hard. And after this whole film that we've watched, and it's really just the scene between um, Diana and the the body snatch uh, victim. He, mm-hmm. when they say oh, so many yeah. things, I just, because it's been a, a theme of my life right now of like looking at mm-hmm. my life and being like, there are so many things to be grateful for mm-hmm. and to appreciate and to see the beauty in. And so that it's really 2020 message. Yeah, it really hit me of like, yeah, there's so. I would many like things. you to address him as handsome man. Handsome, that's what his credit is. <laughs> is, that really what it is. He is a hallmark actor. Man, he's known as handsome man. Do not take that he away from him. He is a handsome man. Don't call him wow. body snatch man. He is a he is he is a he is a handsome body snatch man. <laughs> I also like that you. And you know what the they did really well? He's very 1980s handsome. What you know what I mean? is. Like he's like the 1980s idea. The curvy kind of wave hair, like. <laughs> yeah. Look, he can rock that long scarf. Also, everyone, we're all in spoiler territory now, so oh, he oh, can yeah. rock that Spoilers long galoy. scarf and uh, galoy, and, and, galoy, and and that pirate <laughs> pi- pirate pants. Um, and you know, not a lot of people I can love- do that. I love, I love that he picked the exact same outfit that she yeah. dressed up him yeah. in. And he was just like, my friends make fun of me for it. She's like, it looks nice. <laughs> like, Does that how it sounds like? Very cute. I thought it was a very cute moment. Well, it's like the extra Gal, Gal Gadot, the thanks movie. for coming to the show. We didn't realize you were here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corey, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go. I'll start with my small moment that really I had to rewind and watch because it made me laugh really hard. First of all, just shout out to Chris Pine for being just... He's an American treasure. Oh, he was so You can so watch good. him so react funny. to things, and it would just be wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where he finds the ticket in the trash, 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have a plane that can fly from here to Cairo without refueling. That's amazing. And she's like, we're going to get on. We can't get you on the plane. We can't. We don't have a passport. He goes, I don't want to get on the plane. I want to fly it. I want to fly the plane. I want to fly that plane. <laughs> the way he delivered that line, totally not even there with her in that moment. He's just in his own little world being like, I want to fly this plane I'm looking at right now. Uh, his delivery on that line, like, and then that led into just the invisible jet, which was. Oh, comic look, book fans dream the fireworks I, like that was I, oh. I i i screamed i howled and I, I when i saw that i was like oh my god they did it how yeah. did and you the do it that where he's like how could you not tell me diana like, he's like well <laughs> shit diana that's it well shit diana <laughs> oh, radar it. i forgot to tell you they could see you wherever you are, are they gonna shoot us? <laughs> well shit diana <laughs> shit diana i imagine oh. tom going jet. come <laughs> on like the invisible jet was pretty cool I, the invisible jet, jet. They're like look that was Look, it's you can call it what it is. It's super fan service. Oh, and yeah. why didn't she bring it during BVS? We don't know. But also, she, didn't, she, she might didn't. have lost it. <laughs> but secondly, it was, it was you know it could be Chewy getting the medal. That's fine. But to me, I was just like they gave it a re like one. They gave it in story reason. Two. Mm-hmm. They showed how it even is in other yeah. versions. It's like from another dimension. And yeah. so I'm like, how are they going to pull that? Like, and I didn't even know they were going to have it. So like when I heard, like, so I was like, my father had a way of hiding. I'm like, no way. No. I freaked out. No Dana can attest. way. I was like, the, they're going to do the invisible jet. Yeah, the fireworks. They're going to do the oh, invisible yeah. jet. What's happening? The, the oh, way yeah. that they just like the, the whole scene of just like the fireworks. It's very beautiful. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. And he's looking out at the wing and he's like, you did it. You really I, did it. Invisible I was jet. so anxious during that scene. Yeah. Because you're going to get hit by fireworks? I thought that the firework was going to go nah. into an engine and then everything was going to go. Those things are ready Caitlin, to be shot at. We had just seen a lasso have a split end and lasso two guys behind her. It was cool. <laughs> so for me, uh-huh. I thought the same way. I'm like, won't they get hit by the. It's magic. That opening that opening scene is, yeah, is you're, pretty you're right. Great. No, because like what they do, they'll do that sometime, if I'm remembering correctly, from all the war things my dad would watch, is they would shoot stuff in the sky to reduce their visibility anyway. It's not really a threat oh. to the planes itself. So as long as he's sure there's no planes on the other side of those fireworks, he'll be fine. And I, the only thing I, I thought about immediately was like, you've seen people get, sh- like, you know, thanks to the internet, we've seen a lot of people get shot and probably eviscerated by fireworks and they survive. I'm like, that plane's fine. <laughs> it's built to be shot at with real bullets. You're um, right. You're right. That I, just... I will say this isn't one of my favorite parts, but Caitlin, you you talked about the opening sequence. I oh, just yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. In the bill I did on. bring it up. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was really well done, and I felt again like I was with, with watching the, like the, the mascara part or the mall part. The, the mall part. Oh, I like the the mall part. The where where we see her in the mall. It's it, that was like. Okay, I'm watching Superman two right now. That made and me it's think pretty a great. lot of um, and, the Wonder Woman show before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I sure. think Corey kind of also talks to me a little bit before the we get to the mall because you see Diana just kind of going around saving the day without seeing her. We just see blips of her, and so Picking you get this idea that there's this great. like you know this there's this silent, quiet hero, not in the shadows. But in the middle of the day, but just move so fast that no one really sees. And everyone's just kind of like dumbfounded, like, what just happened? And yeah, to Corey's point, like, I think a lot of people on the internet, like, I think shy away from that sequence. But to me, it does kind of set this tone for the film of like, this is what Diana's been doing. And then I think it immediately follows up when you see her her apartment and you see this mausoleum 
of all mm-hmm. her memories. And like, you know, shout out to Etta Candy, right? You know, what I mean, like you see her old and I was like, <laughs> God oh, yeah. now. And um, but I was just like, like it, it felt good because I liked that she does these things. It's wild. It's fantastical. She's saving the kids and all that stuff. And she doesn't take credit. And then she walks home to this quiet life. And it's just like kind of lonely. It's very lonely. And and you know, I think one of the reasons I like it so much is it reminds me of those old superhero films, but it also reminds me of the Ninja Turtles 1990. Remember when they <laughs> protect April for the first time and you don't see them? You mm-hmm. just kind of hear it and see little flashes here and there. Uh I love that shit. I like that's uh, it's very exciting for me to be like, let's let's it's like not showing the monster right away. It's like Jaws. We don't yeah. show the shark until halfway through the film. I enjoyed um, the the tiara throw. I think people, internet yeah. people. I want to say people. I'm saying internet people didn't like that, but I'm like I'm an, I'm about it. I'm about oh, really? like thing. Yeah, people. Anyways, uh, I'm about <laughs> things that just like don't really like. Cool, just do it. Just do the thing. Like we have yet to see since maybe Schumacher Batman an actual Batarang. <laughs> Everything's like a ninja star that kills people, and you're like, well, can it bounce back? But to me, that's a very capes and cowl kind of thing where you throw a thing, it bounce back. You know, yeah. everyone has I, a bolo and then they're all tied up at the knees. <laughs> um, Caitlin, one of my, I, I want to talk oh, about one sorry. of my, my favorite parts. Uh, and this is, this is, this is, this is, uh, I think this is probably my absolute favorite moment of the film. And it's when, okay. uh, again, we're in spoilers. We're, it's when we say goodbye to Steve. And mm. I, mm. oh my god, I broke that scene. Broke like, me. That, that definitely got me too. Like, uh, um, it was just like you don't have to say goodbye. I'm already gone, and it's to me. And so this is this is where you could hear him saying, "I love you." Yeah, I love you, Diana. Yeah. I always will, no matter where I'm at, where I am. And um, well, the thing is. Like, and that's the thing where she has to, and that's the thing I love. You, you get the character, you make them decide, you make them have to make the choice of like, I have to do what's right. And so like a lot of the feelings I got from this film are actually like a little beer goggled or roasting glasses of Spider-Man two. And it's very similar of like, you can't get what you want and your life is being torn up. You can't do anything right technically because you're wanting it both ways. And yep. it's costing you this. It's costing the world that. And you have to make that decision. Of like, I got to do this. I have to say no to you in order to say yes to the rest of the world. And so when that happens, and then it's, I think it was a very beautiful moment. It's like, th- I think there's th- different things you could do. And we'll talk about that in like the qualm section. But like, there's different things you could have done with that scene or with Diana overall. But I was like, then she learns how to fly. And then I was just like, that's a very, to me, a very beautiful moment of like, that's the thing that she always was mystified by him. And it was the thing that she, you know, we were led to assume that she's never done. Like in all of her pictures, she's on a boat or she's walking, right? She's never been in a plane. We could, we could imagine. Um, but then like that, that moment allows her to grow, get her powers back. But also then she learns how to fly and then takes the, th- the lesson that he is able to give her of like how to catch the air. And I was just like, "Yeah, this is a really beautiful moment." Getting to see her fly was was pretty cool because it was a very dick. That was a very dick Donner moment always, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she hasn't always been able to, but in the comics, she wasn't always able to either, and that yeah. kind of evolved over time. And so it was a nice way to kind of sh- again give give reasoning to that as well. Well, also, um, it immediately kind of says like, "Oh, that's why she doesn't need a jet." Yeah, because <laughs> that's always yeah. been a thing too. I was like, she does have both, and but oh, why? the catching lightning was like. <laughs> 
My be still my beating heart. That was that was very, pretty cool. That was very cool for me. That was uh that was a nice image of seeing her lassoing lightning and and using it like her father's light. Anyway, mm-hmm. big deal. Um, <laughs> big deal. Big deal. Energy. <laughs> Kaylin, do you do you have a specific favorite part you mentioned yet? The mascara. No. The, the, the whole everything on Themyscira because it felt <clears throat> their Hunger like, Games. Yeah, the Hunger Games. I was, was gonna say really their Titan cool. Games. The, all they were missing was the Rock. <laughs> the Olympics. It was just yeah. It was basically just cool to get to watch the Themyscirian Olympics. Like that, all all of the like the bright colors to and the like, fanfare. Anything horseback is gonna be like a plus for me because I love horses. Um, and all of the like the these badass ladies just wrecking it <laughs> like that was just really really yeah. cool when, um, I, when i first watched that scene i was a little bit like what kind of obstacle course is this and then also I was like oh it's like a triathlon and then yeah, i was like yeah. ah because i was watching i was like, like what's happening because i saw the opening i think uh on right before they premiered the film on uh in brazil and they're like, here's the first four minutes. I was like, <gasps> and then they don't show everything. And I'm like, oh, they don't show the not. whole thing. Because of yeah. course And then her getting busted for cheating. The, okay, so go ahead. I want to hear Kayla's. Uh, no, I mean, that was that was most of it. Of just like, like you, you get a full picture of like who Diana is and like how, how old she is too. Of like. This is what her childhood was like, and this is where she started as a kid. She was, like, mm-hmm. going up against these adults, other amazing Amazonian warriors when she was, like, 10. So imagine yeah. the person that she is hundreds of years later. Huh. Like, you get a little bit of that weight of, of Must like— Must be nice to be the child of Zeus. Right. Yeah. She is a demigod. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, must be nice. I, I, That's what all the other Amazons say. We'll, we'll save the conversation for our Kwama section, but I did really love the telegraphing of that first scene of like, this is the scene, Diana, you're not ready to win. You took the short path. You know, you, all you have is the truth. No hero is born from lies. And that later on plays out as like the theme of the film of like, mm-hmm. you can't always it's have what thesis. you want. And you see her crying. Yeah. She's like, that's all I want. I could have gotten it. And it's with uh, Robin Wright's character. I think it's Antio- Antiope. Um, and she's just like, no, you're not ready. Like, that's it. And that's like, to me, when I watched like, that's what the film's going to be about. And I wasn't mad about it. It was more like, cool. A lot of like, films do that. <laughs> a lot of films do that. And typically you're you kind of sh- supposed to. You should do that. It's kind of like an essay, you know, like this is the, the opening, the topic, you know, uh, uh, the topic sentence. And so like when I saw that and, and like, I actually was pretty... I don't know. Maybe this is me. I don't, I don't, maybe I don't have clear vision of like the quality of child actors, but I thought she was great. No, like she when was really she good. was like wanting it and yeah. so sad. And then her mother was like, your time will come. And she's like, she's like, when? And then I was like, mm, I know what that feels like. You know, like <laughs> it's not your time. It's like, bitch, be like, why? Bitch, when? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I did everything. I could, I could do it. And, but you guys took it from me. And it's like, but this is the lesson you have to learn. And then it's it's carried by the the opening dialogue or opening monologue that Gal Gadot pr- uh, provides with. You only learn the lessons when you're on the other side of it, you know. Yeah. Like, and it's like this is the lesson. Like, this is the beginning of the lesson of what. And that's the thing with the with Wonder Woman. It's kind of like I take what Zack Snyder said. It's like you have these titular giant titans of the superhero community who are these embodiments of things, but it doesn't mean they should be stripped away from those lessons of what that is. 
And so, like, they yeah. later become those things because they've been through these trials and tribulations. Because they had to learn it first. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that the kind of leads me to my second favorite part. Um, not really. But uh, I just want to say my second part and then someone else can go. Uh, the ending with Pedro Pascal and Alistair. That was uh, my next thing. It yep. Broke me apart, and uh, the, uh, and I know Corey, you're gonna have a whole part about, it, so I want you to go about it. But like, just like, oh, well, you're here getting, because of my wish. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm here because I love you, and I'm not, yeah. and you don't ever need a wish <laughs> for me to love you. And I was just like, oh my god, like, and that was the thing. Yeah. Again, it's what I needed to hear and to feel after last year, and like hearing that and feeling that and seeing it, and just like. Jeez, you know, like it's it's wearing the heart on their sleeve, putting their emotions on their sleeve. And I was just like, it, it feels good to hear those things come from a man who I think I kind of have I identify with of like wanting to aspire to greatness for the cost of anything and feeling like you grew up in squalor, that like you you were entitled to everything, but in the end of it all, you end up losing everything, you know, like mm-hmm. You end up losing your humanity. And so, like, I I just really enjoyed that scene um, so much. And I I don't want to – I want Corey to talk about it, but uh, who wants to go next? Josh or Corey, I feel like. Josh, I I have a whole thing I want to give up about Max, so. Um, I – it's more of a sequence of events, but – uh, up to a certain point, I, I really love. Lay it on me, daddy-o. I really love um, the sequence of events of Barbara Minerva f- discovering her powers, so to speak, and mm-hmm. becoming like. Going to the dark side. Yeah, going to the dark side. Uh, but just like kind of even from the first moment where she kind of wakes up from her wish, so to speak, and she has that kind of heel moment hopping up on mm-hmm. the chair. And sure. all of a sudden she has a little bit more agility and you know that kind of thing it's just people are noticing her yeah people are noticing her i kind of like that but then the chat ass jake yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah i you know i I mean especially the the gym scene i I just i just think it's it's amazing when she's just in there like huh yeah just slowly going up the weight and going i can do more (laughs) Uh, this is nothing yeah yeah lay it on me Corey. i've seen a lot too uh so for me, in the ethos of superhero films, I find Max Lord to be really, really interesting and very refreshing at the same time. First of all, for one of the reasons that Tom stated is we don't always, in fact, I off the top of my head, I can't really think of a villain redemption we've gotten in a long time, which is very golden age superhero-y thing where, you know, they didn't die or they're not a one shot. They, You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a, oh, well, now they're in Arkham. Uh, or now they're in police custody or they've lost their or mind now or they've lost they've everything. they've with the goblin bomb, Venom. Yeah, or like <laughs> they've lost everything because of what they did. There's no opportunity, I feel like, in superhero movies that villains have the opportunity for redemption or to learn a lesson. Um, n- not only that, but the same lesson that the hero's learning, which is really nice, um, which is kind of in a storytelling way is is really, really good way to intertwine your your villain and your hero is they should be learning, they're learning the same lesson on opposite ends, right? Uh, but not only that, but it was nice to have like a a villain that wasn't all the way on one side of being like, I'm going to take over the world with all my superpowers and technology that I have, or on the other side where real estate uh, <laughs> is my is my way to, <laughs> to it. Uh, I just found him to be very 
strangely relatable in a way. And like all he wants is for people to respect him for what he's always believed in his heart that he was. And it just kind of gets away from him. It's like a dog chasing cars. Like he's not entirely sure what's going to happen, but he just knows he really wants that fender on that car. Like he wants that (laughs) bumper. Um, And his moment at the end with Diana, where he realizes he's going to lose his kid, like really hit home for me. And I think this is part of why it was so refreshing to me is, is the, is the main villain is it wasn't some ancient evil. It wasn't necessarily even a villain that was so super tied to the hero in some way where they're like, Oh, I created this villain. Um, which we've gotten a lot of in, in the MCU. Um, not to say that that's a terrible thing either. I think that can be used as a really good tool that the hero created the villain, but I think it was just nice that it was separate and it felt like, it felt like a one-shot comic book. Like it really did from start to finish for me. And I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it because I haven't gotten that in 10 years. Well, the thing I really enjoyed of it is that it's Wonder Woman. And so Wonder Woman in her comic book ethos has been the champion of like, do not, I forget what it is, like do not kill when you can pacify. Do not punch mm-hmm. when you can extend your arm. And I forget there's a, there's a whole you know carry on of this thing of like, do not raise your voice if you have not tried just speaking calmly. Um, and I was like, if there is one hero that I imagined being able to like, I'm going to win the day by not punching someone until they die. You know, like Th- it should be That's my Wonder next favorite Woman. part connected to that is that I love that the end climax was the lasso of truth moment mm-hmm. of her just reaching to the humanity of people. Uh, I loved the reveal. I thought the shot of like looking down at his foot and seeing that she had gotten just the end of her rope to finally Get wrap him. around him was wonderful. Cause there's part of me, I was like, man, she's talking pretty quietly right now. And then you realize he's like, you're talking to me. And she's like, no, I'm not talking to you. And I was like, oh, this is great. Um, <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. It wasn't some big, like fight, fight, fight big fight that like had the stakes of the world it was a moral yeah, i didn't realize that yeah it, like it yeah. was a, it was a battle it was a battle of morality and uh i think that again especially in what we've gone through this last year was a very important I, message to have i think there you see you know some of it in dc and that's why like i just love that scene when she's like running and then she finally goes to the sky but like yeah. also when she gets the lasso of truth, everyone sees the truth. Everyone's looking at their screens because the rays are shooting over the entire world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like, wow. I was like, so Wi-Fi. Um, but then um, <laughs> so I love that it's again it, yeah, to that point where there, you get kind of lost a little bit when you just cut away so many times. But if you're looking, if you're if you're listening or you're reading the captions because you're an old man like me um, <laughs> to to what she's saying. Um, and she says, because you're not alone, you're not the only person that ever wished that everything could have been different. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was just like, oh my God, God, God. <laughs> like it just, and that's the thing yeah. where this film, like, it just like, it just forces you to feel something. And like, yeah, you know, a joke about how last year it's like, I just want to feel something. It's like, well, I felt it, you know, it's like, I felt it. Yeah. I just, you know, um, after, uh, not to say that big, big fights aren't fun, but it was just, yeah, it was refreshing to see this like golden age era kind of like let's let's battle for something else without, you know, and even the not um, even having to get an altercation. It's just a a message. 
Yeah. I was just going to say, and even the fight scene with um, Wonder Woman and Cheetah, Cheetah was in a contained space. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't as big as we've seen where it's like city blocks the wide world. and like going across. Like, you know, it was like a nice contained space. All that got destroyed were a couple of telephone wires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as oh. much property damage. So, yeah. and uh, I mean, um, that, that, that was a really nice sequence of just like now she has her powers back. And it's like, mm-hmm. is she up to the the challenge to fight a foe? Because before she's got her booty handed to her. And again, fight scenes are much more than just like punchy punch. It's more like, do you there have the conviction, yeah. the, the resolve to, is my resolve better than your argument? So Yeah, it's much like, I mean, it's the reason the fight scenes in Lord of the Rings are so memorable is each one of them has some sort of narrative weight to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Battle of Helm's Deep is literally the last stand of men. Um, you know, if we can get through this, we may have a chance kind of thing. So with that, um, I think that, that this, yeah, anyway, I I think you said it perfectly. Kaylin, any other favorite parts? Forcing your point. Um, I have one more. (laughs) Yeah, you have one more. I just want to make sure that you have your your piece, Kaylin. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, it looked like you had more to say, Kaylin. Um, no. Uh, we've only made brief mention of this before this section, but I'm going to say it as a favorite part. And it is the fashion show. I just, one particular thing that he said was when he pulls the fanny pack up and he goes, American issue fanny, American issue bag. Like he just, in his head, it's like an American issue bag. And it's really just a fanny pack with an American flag on it. And just the continued use of fanny pack. Cause I think nothing says sexy like fanny pack, right? Nothing. <laughs> right? Nothing at all. Right? right? Um, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I, I think a lot of people give this movie grief because of not enough Wonder Woman, but a lot of Diana Prince. But those are like a lot of my favorite parts because, look, look, Corey, look, I read a lot and I'm just like, I don't get it. Wait. I know. I'm just saying that's a silly one. <laughs> um, so um, I really like the, everything they did at the very like first half hour of the film of like just setting up where we are. And, like, showing Diana be alone at that cafe and, like, not share the taxi and all these things. I was just like, damn, baby, I, I don't even know. You haven't even said a word. And, I, you know, like, like if you just watch this movie in a vacuum, you're like, man, I really care about this girl. I hope she gets whatever she wants and I don't know what she wants yet. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, like, she misses this guy, but I don't know what's going to happen. You know, if you watch it in a vacuum, you didn't know what the fuck it was. Um and then I also I just really enjoy like any moment where she's not at full power because like that's I love that's like the thing, right? Like how do you take like if you thought about it, like how could anyone beat Wonder Woman in 1984? Superman hasn't arrived yet. So there's not been a superpower person that we've seen yet at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's kind of this nice thing of like seeing her become mortal and like being wounded. And it's like, oh, my God, there's there's stakes. She's getting her booty handed to her. And it's like. It's like a little herring is like, oh, she's not going to she's not going to win. I just hope no one like dies in a bad way where it's like there's every once in a while I'm like there's going to be a moment that Steve dies again. And I'm like, it's going to be a bad time. And then she's just going to have to go full rage mode. And then I'm like, I don't know. But right. So I'm just like watching it. I'm just like, you know, when she gets shot for the first time by that tank, I was like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 what? Catching the bullet with the lasso was like. Uh, Loved it. I, I I I enjoy and that's the thing where I enjoyed the that sequence too. The track flip. 
Oh, yeah, the, the truck, truck flip was oh, really, she, really like, cool. Flies up in the but air also, I just love when she was pushing the, the truck. Yeah. <laughs> she just takes the truck and starts pushing. I'm like, oh my God. And she's keeping it. And that's the thing. They, they shot it in a way where like you actually see her keeping up with the cars. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a real Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm like, dang. So like, and, and which made, which made pulling the lock off even like funnier of like, damn, that's a really strong lock. Well, so that was, I think that's the first clue, right? And you're watching and you're like, and I was watching, I was like, the hell is going on with her i was like is she not that strong anymore <gasps> and then I, I realized immediately then i was like <gasps> <It> takes something. <gasps> I was like, I'm powers. and um um <laughs> but uh like <laughs> I, I also just like that's to me the true hero and i think if stan lee was here today he would probably say the same thing because he's always stood on that pillar of like when it comes to taking down the villain or stopping you know like or picking up change for a for a woman down the street you pick up the change for the woman down the street yeah. Like, and so, like, you seeing her having to juggle, like, getting beat up, but also, like, I got to save these kids. Oh, I got to save the security guards who are just shooting at me. You know, it's like, man. yeah, it's not their fault. Yeah. So. Uh, obviously, we got to mention the Linda Carter cameo. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh I will God. say called it when they did the flashback I did not in the gold armor and saw her eyes. I was like. I didn't know she was going to come into the film, but I was yeah. like, they definitely modeled that off Linda Carter's eyes. I did and not then see it. And she shows was. up. And I was like, uh, I thought so that was cool. great. I thought it was the greatest way you could do a cameo is make her some, one of the you know, immortal warriors yeah. of the Amazons and just, just have her at the end just be like, I've been doing it for a while. And I was like, yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah, go, you, you go. Have. Yeah, you, you go. go. Yeah. Favorite character. She deserved every second of that cameo. Yeah. I just want to say. Let's go favorite uh, characters. Uh... Favorite two characters. We'll make two it characters. Tough. Wonder Woman included in that list. Wonder Woman and Diana Prince are one person. Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor are not one person. Okay. You can't co- count them as a co- as one person. Some people do that shit. We're like Jesse James. It's like nope. Those are no. Those are two characters. <laughs> then for me, it's got to be Max Lord, number one, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, I just think. I mean. <laughs> it was such a good villain, y'all, and I I hit like. The more desperate he got throughout the film, the more interested I was in his storyline. And um, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed his story arc. I thought Pedro Pascal did a wonderful job um, playing this like manic guy who's like probably dying and bleeding on the inside, but just knows he needs to get just a little bit more and then he can start, you know, and then freakishly seeing him, you know, say, I take your... Your vitality, I take your life, you know, life her, force, and, and give her your her, your rage and your prowess. I'm like, yeah. oh my and god! I was, like, I was like, the whole world. And then you see him rage? at the end of the film, and he's totally healthy again. You're like, oh shit! Um, loved it. So Max Lord, and then uh, Wonder Woman was great. Her arc is great. That opening scene in the mall was everything I wanted it to be. Josh, uh, mine is going to be uh, Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman. Uh, I just, I love Chris Pine. I love just he anytime great, he's on screen. I love all the reactions. I love, I love, I enjoy. There's not a moment you go, caught you acting, Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> caught you acting. And also the thing <laughs> too is like, I remember when I hearing about like how he's going to come back for the second one, I was like, but why? And then you watch him like, oh, but yes. And then for me, I'm like, the third one, I'm like, I wouldn't be mad if he showed up again. It's just because the, I like the, seeing him, but also, it, but yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. It's the naivete. Of just like, and switching reacting. the fish out of water rolls. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Where it was just like, 
I mean, that was a thing where it's like Diana comes in trying to teach the world about love in the first film. And Steve has to kind of be like that reality pill. And like now he's just like in this magical world, you know, like she's enjoying ice cream and she's like, what are, what are these dresses? They're, they're not good for battle. Yeah. And she's like learning all these different things. Like, and he teaches, she teaches like dance and love and like compassion for everyone. And then this one, she has to learn something for herself, but it's also kind of like, she's now getting the chance to teach him about the world. It's like, it's a nice poetry. That's just a trash. That's just a trash can then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like with the escalator, he's just like, Oh my God, the yeah. was going to fall. I was like, wow. oh, this is a cool, there's this is a cool little tidbit. Uh, Dana's grandfather designed a plane that is in Visible. the museum in the movie. Yeah. I'll send you guys a screen grab. We'll post it on the the socials. But it was very exciting for her and obviously her grandma. He's he's passed on since, mm-hmm. but she was like, "He's in a movie with Wonder Woman." And I was like, That's very sweet. Did you uh, see? But yeah, we'll we'll post it up. It's a like big foreground plane when they're walking down the stairs. Nice. So you see, uh, you see Gal Gadot's uh, hubby and child. No. no, they're at the very end of the film during the Christmas sequence. Uh, I call it Christmas of sequence. Course. Um, yeah. And they're on the merry-go-round and, no. uh, or carousel, whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, you Carousels just carousels go counterclockwise. This one was going clockwise. clockwise. <laughs> and so I had to write I about had it. No for PAs. idea there was a difference. I did research <laughs> for a PA's joke. Yeah. So no there's a there's a dad and you see her with a little girl and a I little, little pony thingy. And I'm like, oh, um, there they are. I love that. Um, Caitlin, uh, uh, for me, oh my gosh, what Linda Carter's character? Asteria. Asteria, that was the coolest thing ever. I was that so excited. That reached out to you because you're you're the TV fan. Yeah, I, I yeah, a hundred percent it did. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Steve Trevor, just like the whole dress up sequence of like, oh, does everyone parachute now? Like, I that yeah, was cute. parachute pants. Everyone. Parachute I know it was now. even in the commercials, but I was just like, wee, it's fun. Dress uh, up, dress up sequence. For me, um, I flip Corey's. Uh, it's Wonder Woman um, because I just really like that we kind of threw her into the grinder. For sure. And we we yeah, really yeah. like you, – you broke down the character. She was not at her peak strength and you gave her new challenges. And her challenges were not only physical but they were also existential. Um, and I think, Mostly as existential. Yeah, and that's the thing where I, I really enjoy. And there's a moment in the film that I didn't talk about but it's when Steve is like, you know what you have to do. And this is in the apartment before they peace out. And she's like, what if you fall? And I'm like, what do you mean fall? Oh, fall, like the thing. But then like, he's like, you know what you have to do? And she's like, no, can I just not have this one thing? I've never, and it's like, I always, I, I, I feel that at a primal level of like, just one thing. Just give me this one thing and you can't have it. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I've done nothing but give. I've done nothing for these last 70 years but, then you're but like, give. Oh, that's right. I do have a lot. Right. And so um, there and and then I like uh, Maxwell Lord. I I, I just I I, so the Internet is a is is a weird place. It's a wonderful place. It also like I guess this film so much, so much. Um, Yeah, because this film gave Pedro Pascal. I like what the Internet said was like he is now the worst dad, but also the best dad in Mandalorian. Um, but also (laughs) gave him a bit of a redemption because he was in the Wonder Woman TV show pilot for 2010. And uh, he played, uh, crap. I don't want to say he played a Steve Trevor, (laughs) but he played some kind of like cop guy. And then now he's in this one. I'm like, there you go, baby. There you go. There you go. 
Um, so now we Dig move it. on to the qualms. I kind of want to hear Caitlin first because I feel like she's got she got the most. Of them. I I but you almost want to hear everyone else's first so that I can fill in for things that haven't been addressed. It sounds like we only get two. You only get two. I know remember. that's why I'm saying I w- I would rather you guys um, go first so I can. I only have one so I'll go first and it didn't affect my score that much. Um. I didn't think Cheetah needed to be a part of this movie. Um, I think it could have been cool as her own film. I get why they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the scene she was in, uh, but it, did it wouldn't have been a negative if she wasn't there. Like I wouldn't have been like I'm, it's missing something. Mm-hmm. It felt like a little like. You're making a peanut butter and jelly, and someone's like, "Oh, you should also put this extra little sweetness in there, like honey." And you're like, "Okay, yeah, I don't really need the honey <laughs> in my peanut butter and jelly there. sandwich, but like, it's not going to taste bad, I guess. But it just seems like a bit much." I, That's all. I would like it. Hopefully, she plays out later on, because sure. in DC Rebirth, which came out in 2017, yeah, 2017, there is an arc that Wonder Woman and Cheetah actually go on an adventure and it's called the lies and it's actually like wonder woman dealing with her like retcons it's really weird it's pretty great um josh uh yeah um two for me i had a i had a real not a real problem i just it, it bothered me a little bit that the the steve trevor body snatch kind of thing mm. uh it just bothered me a little bit because i was like wait we have these giant massive walls that can come out of nowhere but steve i know it's a human paradox kind of thing it bothered me a little bit it's like there's really no fixing it i don't we think we don't know how she worded her wish yeah that's that's very true it's very true so um i didn't care for it i don't think it needed to be set in the 80s because they said it in the 80s but they didn't really use the 80s um, there wasn't. I think it was much more of a. Let's make sure Superman's not around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I, I, I kind of thought about it too. I was like, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Well, they couldn't call it Wonder Woman two because that'd be World War two, and she was in World War one. That's just a weird thing to think about. Just <laughs> like, yeah, whatever year you would have, you probably would have just won this. I was like, yeah, I just thought about that and went on a weird tangent. Um, those are your two qualms. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll go next. Um, my, my, my thing with, um, I guess it's an overall writing thing and this might be with me with my blinders on and, uh, I've, I've vocally made this apparent that I kind of attribute this a lot to Jeff Johns, um, who is part of the screenwriting process. And before this, he had never had any screenwriting credits on a live action film before. Lots of comics, lots of TV lots of com- shows. like everything DC related that we've probably covered. Jeff Johns has touched, which it's it's it's. I don't want to again. I don't want to put it out in there in the world that I don't like them. But it's it's the sense of like I see that the impact you've made on the DC comics, like all the Green Lanterns, Barry Allen coming back, DC Rebirth, all of it's Jeff Johns. So like, it's almost like saying Stan Lee at this point of like, mm. if he was part of the writing process, I could see the things that he does. And so the only other credit before this point is Aquaman. And it was for story. And even for that, so I'm like, it's a lot of movie, baby. <laughs> so, um, And that's where I kind of see it with that of like, 
well, your fast and loose logic of your magic. And then also, like, there are certain things that I'm just like, I don't like that line in particular is like, um, I'll never love again or things like that where I'm like, that feels very comic booky and it makes sense on paper, but I don't think it looks well when out loud spoken. And I've translates. Been, I, I've, I've done that so many times in the scripts. I've yeah, like, it doesn't oh. look well when out loud spoken. I get it. Yeah. It doesn't look well <laughs> when you smell it. Translate great. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> um, no. Uh, and then uh, a second qualm I have with it. I think I, th- uh, I, no, I, I mean, I, I was kind of reaching. I was kind of thinking about because one of the one of the commonality issues a lot of people have with it is is pacing, and I don't think it has an issue with that for me. Um, I feel like if you're kind of in for a longer film, then you understand what it is, and we have made it pretty knowledgeable on our or, or known on our on our show that like we like a longer movie, like because. We don't have to worry Look, about theatrical runtime. I just got done time. watching all three extended editions of Lord of the Rings. So this is a <laughs> longer movies are fine in the park. Yeah. And it will also, it's just like, you don't have to worry about this idea of like, mm-hmm. oh, they cut that out because they need to save time for theater runtimes and stuff like that. It's like, nope, you mm-hmm. just had the whole thing. And you're like, cool, I'm, I'm fine. Um, yeah. But I think, honestly, my only other thing is like, I don't think um, uh, Lucian Perez, the kid who played Alistair, was well directed at some points. But like, I'm he not going to put really that well against. Directed at some, in then, some points he was yeah. good, but then other points I'm like, oh well, he can move. That first sad moment broke my heart. Yeah, that first with, uh, time. Oh my god, with Simon eyes. Stag, there was a lot of yeah. things in here like combo pulls. I was like, oh my god, Bialya, they're bringing in Bialya. Which also, by the way, shout out to you Jewish people. That was created by a Jewish writer who was like, there's a Bial, which is like a bread or something like that. And he doesn't like it. And he was just like, I just created this country because I didn't. I wanted to make this joke in comic books that I could write this thing about bread. Oh, my God. And now it's in a movie. And I'm like, that guy well, wins. What are you going to do? That guy wins the internet. Um, so, Kaylin. Yeah. Drive us home with what's, your last two. What's your two? So I, I, I wanted everyone else to go so I could kind of solidify my mine a little bit. Because for me, the... Pacing is the wrong thing because, like, for me, it was everything felt predictable and then it took a long time to get there. So that's that's kind Which of can happen when you know what's coming. It can feel it's, it's I think it would be called dragging extra long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so I think that's what that's what kind of got me a little bit was I would see see all the pins and be like, they're going to knock them down exactly like this. And now I have to wait for them to knock them down exactly like this. So, yeah, it's precisely that. And then um, uh, I've been thinking so hard on it. And now I'm like, blank. <laughs> um, That's why you got to get because I, baby. It's, it, it's because I just don't want to, like, take a crap on it. Like, it's, it's, I didn't really enjoy it. And that's why I'm struggling so much. I'm trying to be very succinct. But at the same time, I'm like, I just, I, I didn't even really want to watch it again afterwards. Like there, there wasn't an enjoyment factor for me. Like the story I was really, itself, is that what you're? Maybe if we focus it in on something, I th- I think so. Just like I really wanted more of an ending with Cheetah. Like it, it it felt weird. The the body snatching thing really like I was very as much as I loved Steve Trevor coming back. I was really off put by like we're just joyriding this guy's body. Like, ugh. 
I got kind of creepy feels from that. Um, you also remember she's under the effect of the Dreamstone as well. Right. And, and like, I know there's magic that's going on and stuff. So and that's like, what I, I say. Understand. It's, like, it's a Jeff Johns thing of the magic thing of like, <sighs> right. That, so, that DC so like, stuff? <laughs> I know, I know there's like, and that's what I was like, kind of uh, juggling with myself was like, I know there's suspension of disbelief here. Um, but some things were just a little too hard of a magic pill to swallow for me. And that's why I, I struggled a lot because this mm-hmm. was a lot of fast and loose magic. Um, and yeah, so I, I think I think I'll just stop on that and just be like, yeah, sure. I, I had a bunch of like nitpicky things where I'm like, ah, this just didn't work for me. But that's also just like a this is not my cup of tea of this sure. style of movie for this. I think it, I think this was definitely if I can not saying that we can't enjoy it where whatever walk of life we are, but I definitely watching this think it was aimed at like teenage girls. Mm. Yeah, I'll talk about it in my rating. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I think why, that was the why? you know what I mean, and then expand upon it. I don't. I think it was, uh, or teenagers as a whole. It's it's just that lighter. Let's tell a story. The fast and loose magic is easier to comprehend or digest when you're a bit younger. I think I also think that- the kind of idea of like you can't get what you want storyline versus sometimes the root of all evil is just man itself. Versus mm-hmm. the first film of like, why killed the Ares? Like the war? Why isn't the war stopped? It's like because people the wars just happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but I stopped them. It's like, sorry, but doesn't oh, mean we're not good worth saving. Thing. That was that was my like actual like one was the the nuclear nuclear weapons were just like everywhere, and it, mm-hmm. to the point that it like made me even more uncomfortable. Of like, yes, I know they're bad. We all know they're bad. Why is everyone? It's the eighties, though, man. Yeah, and, and there was like, still a lot of the the Soviet, like the Cold War, like kind of stuff going on. Is yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. It's one of those things period. where I get it. It just didn't like well, in the first one. It's all World War One because it's that was what was happening. And that again, so, that's like, why I like eight, with me. It's, it's, it's Jeff Johns thing. It just became and, a, a yeah. global phenomena <laughs> where I was like, well, guys. I just we didn't have as much of the like. There wasn't as much 80s happening for me to be like, oh, that was the time. Like, it was just a lot of talking about nuclear stuff kind of in these little moments, but it wasn't like a fuller overarching thing to me, other other than being like, yeah, it was the 80s. And all the Porsches. And all the Porsches. Oh, I do. Sorry. Just because we started talking about the 80s, 80s, I was like, what? And then... He was like, I have a good relationship with Sears. I can get you a 19-inch screen TV today. And she's like, I'll take the one I yeah. don't have. And I was like, yeah. Um, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> so ratings. Um, ratings. So go ahead. Ratings. So, so jo- it's Caitlin and Josh. Caitlin first. Josh? Oh. Uh, alphabetical. I don't like that Two, alphabetical life. 2.8. Eh. 2.8 from Caitlin. I think good I was God. sorely mistaken. Yeah, I think you might have been wrong guessing for me. Yeah, I already knew that everyone was wrong from the beginning. Oh, and Jesus. I feel really weird about it's okay, it. It's okay, Kaylin. It's I know. Fine. Josh? Uh, I'm going to give you it a 4.4. You to not dunk 4. on it. 4.4 for Josh. 4.4 for Josh. Okay. Tom? Not as good as the first film. No. For me, right? But also, I found it very important that we have just more female-led superhero films. Because I, I thought about it, and I was just like, 
quote unquote Rotten Tomato score, budget, blah blah, people, blah blah, all this like toxic shit that makes it like shitty to be like a nerd that actually likes anything. Um, because uh, I was like, how many shitty sequels of dude fil- dude superhero films have we gotten, and we still want more? And then like I feel like everyone was like screaming about this film, and I was just like, this wasn't the fi- this wasn't the film that blocked your stimulus check. Relax, like yeah. this was a movie. <laughs> Like about truth and justice and hope and love. And I'm like, relax. Um, uh, So um, I will say it is a 3.9. Oh, Oh, 3.9. So I was close. You were close by almost a 1.1 margin. (laughs) Everyone thought I was going to be the grump. You're the highest. I was going to hate this movie for some reason. Or be critical about it. I give it a 4.5. Whoa, oh, I yeah. knew it. The reckoning. The revenge. I, the reckoning is I here. knew before we even began. I was like, I'm going to be the grump. I know. Y'all, I, know. I accepted Nation, it. I love y'all. But <laughs> yeah. Tom, I love y'all. But Kaylin and uh, Josh, <laughs> y'all. I love y'all, but no, I was just throwing in a wild card. I say like know? this: this the, was na- Nation. Yeah. Corey loves y'all. Host, we failed Corey. <laughs> we completely yeah. failed. <laughs> I, I thought this was like for me. This was such a like refreshing, like cool drink of water after the last ten years of superhero films. Like it's the same. Like to Tom's point, it's the same reason I liked Ant Man and the Wasp was like. Thank God for a second I can have some like something nice. I've been drinking the same tea for ten years, and then someone brought me some sweet tea for a second, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! And, this is wonderful!" And sweet I'll tell tea. I'll tell everyone too. I came off watching Tenet, Queen's Gambit, y'all, Parasite, and so when I watch this, I'm like, I feel joy. There's dad issues in this film. I know. Where you think I'm going to stand on this? <laughs> I know. And that's something I was like, I'm stand a dad on issue, this. but is there's he, a dad redemption in this movie. Redemption. Redemption. God. Um, I was just going to say, what an interesting, I mean, this is our first, uh, covering first time covering a blockbuster released to streaming. Yeah. Yeah. What a very interesting experience. I hated it. It's, I wanted to watch this on a big screen so bad because the impact would have been so different. But just such a a weird, interesting experience. And and I mean, and that's the thing too. Don't let this be normal. Don't accept this, please, y'all. I hated it. I was like this. I I will buy the first ticket when it comes back to theaters. I'm just saying. There's the grump. (laughs) Um, There's a grump right there. Corey was grumpy about it. Didn't get to watch it in a movie theater. Yeah, (laughs) I I think, yeah, it really could have helped when watching it in theaters. But also like, yeah, like I, I just. Especially after seeing an interview with Patty Jenkins and how excited she was to be filming on IMAX. Yeah. yeah, that when I saw the bars come in, I was like, "Oh, that's right." Oh yeah. no. Uh, yeah. So uh, that whole sequence was IMAX. Sad. Well, <sighs> I'm over it. Everybody, no, at I home, want more. I loved I want, the movie. I want. I want one thing. I want one thing. All I want, I want to yeah. say is, I hope the third film goes back to Themyscira, yes. introduces Nubia and Donna oh Troy. Maybe uh, a, maybe Asteria shows up and they fight Cersei, and it's like Diana having to like save her pe- like the Amazons. I want that. I want and, that with all the fibers of my person. And it's like co- fully contained into Themyscira, and it's like well, the world's not stake. It's like well, all the realms are at stake because it's like a, a, a pillar of magic. And so like if magic's out of whack, and you can now then do it in 
2020 or 2020, wherever the, the time you could be. Because then you could establish that the Justice League is there, but no men could go to Themyscira. So I just I'm, picked a date. Uh, everybody okay. at home, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Let us know what you thought we did it. of Wonder Woman 1984. Reach out to us in uh, on any of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. DM us. Slip and slide. Things. Or a great way to continue the conversation is to join that Discord. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is a server in there for movies. Let's continue the conversation over there. It's fun stuff. We just passed... Uh, we are now officially over 100 members. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look that's at that. pretty cool. And only a couple of months. So <laughs> that's pretty neat. Things have happened um, very quickly. Uh, so everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you are new to NerdOn, welcome. Thank you so much for Hello. listening. Check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information on everything that we do, our YouTube, all of that stuff. We're, we're on Twitch, too. We stream pretty often, so check that out. Uh, share us with your friends, your family, wherever you listen. Stop by, subscribe first, subscribe, and then rate and review. And that's it. All the business is done. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. This is the first episode of 2021. But, uh, yeah. Love your faces. I love your ears. Love your yeah. faces. <laughs> love you turgidly. Anyway, oh. you know the drill. <laughs> As always, nerd on. Broadcast.